All right, everyone, welcome to Coffee with Kofi, episode three. Today, I'm really excited because this episode is special to me. I'm having on the show with us today someone that I respect a lot, that I look up to in many ways, someone who is a thought leader, a writer, and a beautiful soul. We have the honor today to take a few laps inside a pool of wisdom with Minola Yak. Welcome to Coffee with Kofi, Minola. <laughs> Thank you so very much, Kofi. Well, uh, this introduction alone created, you know, pressure, but I will, I will try <laughs> to get high on, on coffee as, as soon as possible. It's an honor and it's a joy and it's an awesome gift to be here and having this time with you and everyone who takes the time and the curiosity to listen in. So Absolutely. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to kick off the show with Minola Yak in a nutshell. So I'm Minola. I am fascinated by people. I'm just infinitely passionately curious about what makes them tick. I oftentimes introduce myself as a journalist by trade and a change manager by choice. I guess I could call myself a change enthusiast. I am also a serial immigrant. I've relocated quite a lot. <laughs> and you know how some people uh, say that they're a lifelong learner? Yes. I used to say that I, I am a lifelong learner until I challenged myself to be a lifelong learner, unlearner, and relearner. And mm. I practice this um, mostly on myself. That is deep. Wow. So we are going to jump into the pool of wisdom with Minola and talk about stories of overcoming. Can you share a time when you faced a significant challenge or obstacle in your life? And how was that overcoming experience for you? What did you learn from the experience? And uh, is there things that we can take away from your experience? I think we all go through very different situations. And is there one single moment that stands out for me the first thoughts in my head are the moments when i lost loved ones whether i lost them you know to the natural circle of life whether i lost them to life happening in unexpected ways yes. um, one of my favorite movies is as good as it gets and, you know, there's that line with, I never lied to you. I always told you some version of the truth. So <laughs> I lost people to versions of the truth. But I think moments that I consider setbacks are those that really shook my own definition of myself. Whether that came through losing a job and that, you know, that hit into all my childhood teachings of how your work is who you are and your work is the first definition people see about yourself mm -hmm. that happened. 
I relocated quite a lot. So I lost over and over again my entire, you know, immediate social infrastructure. So I had to constantly reintroduce people to who I was. I was the newcomer. I was, you mm -hmm. know, the new kid on the block. Yeah. And what I learned is we oftentimes think about the fact that we have conversations or we tell stories to other people. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is that the most important conversations and the most important stories that we have is with ourselves. I could not agree more with that. And, you know, it's one of the phrases that I heard a lot while growing up was, what would people say or what would people think? And going back to, you know, to our joke, not joke of how most of it is in our head. I learned going through life that we actually think that people think more than they actually do <laughs> about, you know, about someone else. That is so true. We, we had a recent conversation with, uh, with a few friends and how, you know, we talked about things that, that we were going through. And it's so easy to say, oh, but I could have had it worse. And it made me think how we oftentimes downplay what we go through, but that also comes with downplaying our overcoming and downplaying our own stories. Insightful. So we are talking about stories of overcoming loss. How did you help yourself to overcome all the losses you've encountered in your life? Losing friends, losing family, losing jobs, losing things. Wow. Loss is actually one of the most, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, one of the things that we face a lot. Yes, we do. I think that loss is just overwhelming when you go through it. And what helped me was to try and understand what is it that I perceive as lost. What I find most painful when a loss occurs is really making peace with all the things that I wished for and dreamed about and took as given or promises. And for me, that is the most painful of losses. You know, basically, how can you make peace and how can you grieve something that never came to be? Um, how do you get closure from that? Whether it's a job that you had hopes it would take you somewhere further than when it happened that you lost it, or a relationship, be it romantic or otherwise, or a relocation that oftentimes cuts potential friendships short. Uh, for me, that is the most painful thing, grieving, losing something that never really came to be. Mm -hmm. So now when you are experiencing those difficult and tough emotions about losing something, whether it's uh, relationships, a thing, a tangible or intangible thing, how do you support yourself to go through that? What can we learn from your approach to dealing with loss? 
the first thing is to see what is and not what I would like it to be and almost making peace with reality. Um, making peace with reality. I think it's really making peace with reality. And the other thing is we make sense of things by simplifying them into good or bad or happy and sad, right or wrong. And and that's that's our very basic aspirational sense-making mechanism. But I think that this assessment and this judgment call we can only make in hindsight when things are happening, you know. What I try to do is to suspend judgment and, and just understand what it is that it's going through. And of course, any loss is painful. I'm, I'm not minimizing that. Mm -hmm. But I think that it creates an opportunity to learn something about yourself, about the world around you, to create a new story yeah, of, of overcoming. It creates an opportunity maybe to inspire someone else without you even knowing. Indeed. Um, I think it, it creates space for a story. Now, whether that's a good or a bad story, I think that's a judgment that you can make from your future self as you look back. I really love that outlook of creating. It creates space. Uh, it can also create space for better things. Loss can also bring blessings. Yes. <laughs> they don't feel like blessings when you go through them. But I read this a, a few years back, you know, how we never really set out to make mistakes. We only label them as mistakes or losses when we look back. And there was this uh, dialogue in, uh, in a post of how I never call what I do as mistakes, I call them wonderings because I always wonder what might have happened had things yeah. turned out a different way. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I train myself to wonder more than I regret. That is amazing. That is amazing, Inola. Now, what motivates you and inspire you to keep pushing forward uh, in face of loss? What are some of your grounding foundational beliefs or values that you use to keep yourself grounded? I, I wish I could say something truly inspirational, but I believe that that sometimes what really pushes me forward is just being sheer stubborn headed for as long as I can remember my biggest button is you tell me that something cannot be done and even more specifically that I cannot do it and and that you know triggers me so I will do it twice and take pictures um <laughs> Maybe I was I was born with with an extra rebel chromosome in my DNA. I don't know, but it comes down to can I do it? Mm -hmm. Whether that's to prove other people wrong, I'm I'm guilty of that. Whether just to be able to have a nice story later on. Absolutely. But I just cannot imagine 
facing something and not giving it a try. Yeah, this is very interesting because uh, just yesterday, every Sunday, I take my daughter out. And uh, yesterday, we went to dinner. And she had, uh, after dinner, she had this uh, fortune cookie and she breaks it. And within it, it, it has a note that said, a great pleasure in life is doing things people thought you can't. <laughs> so I think it's a really nice coincidence that you, you talked about how uh, you can use that as a fuel to, to get yourself through adversity or push yourself through difficult times. So how going through uh, all those series of consistent losses and challenges and then overcoming them and building approaches to help yourself. How did that shape your life? There are, I don't want to say good lessons and bad lessons. I would say that there are lessons that fill my heart with joy and there are lessons that impact how I relate with others. First and foremost, I understood that what I actually need is far less than what I think I do, um, whether that's material or possessions of, of any kind. I can make do with very little. What I learned is that there are two things or two resources that you could never have too much of. One is people and the other one is help. Mm. And I'm still learning how to ask for help. And I'm still learning how wonderful people can be if you just give them the space and the grace. Absolutely. That was so beautiful. And the wisdom in there is uh, amazing. Any advice or life lesson tips that you would uh, have for myself and our audience? Yes, I would encourage everyone to get infinitely comfortable with their own company, which doesn't mean, you know, like become a recluse or, or a hermit. But if you are enough, then everything around you will be a gift and you will be able to enjoy it or you will be able to set boundaries. So really get comfortable with your own self. Be comfortable in your own mind. Be comfortable in your own body and be comfortable in your own reality. And what I mean here, never, ever, ever let anyone else dictate how you should feel about your life, whether you should feel super extra more elated, whether you should feel super extra more lucky, or whether you should feel super extra more sad. Your feelings and your thoughts and your outlook is legit and is enough and everything else 
is a bonus and is a gift. Beautiful. Minola, thank you very much for taking a few laps inside the pool of wisdom with us today on Coffee with Coffee. Sip, sip, hooray. <laughs> sip, sip, hooray. Thank you so much. It was such a fun time to, to have you on the show, Minola. I can't wait to go back and listen to this show myself so I can take some notes. But thank you very much for your time. And I will catch you up on the next episode because we would love to have you back. Thank you so very much. And thank you everyone for, for listening. And if you can choose who to listen to, listen to yourself. If you can choose who to listen to, listen to yourself. Minola Yak. <laughs> all right, everyone, you all take care. It was such a beautiful pleasure to have Minola Yak on the show today for you all and for myself. And I cannot wait to get this journey going and experience more wonderful moments like this one with coffee or your favorite drink on Sip Sip. Hooray. <laughs> sip Sip Hooray Coffee. Thank you. Thank you very much, Minola.